Hello and welcome to the Abundantly Successful Show, the show for conscious entrepreneurs who have that deep desire to turn their passion to successful and thriving business, all while making a huge impact in the world. I'm your host, Kay Sanders, also known as the creator of possibilities. And today in this episode, we're going to talk about, you know, some question you should ask yourself before quitting your job. So if you're still, if your business is still just your, your side hustle, this episode will give you some insights into what you should do, you know, what questions should you ask yourself before you really take that leap, quitting your job and then just, you know, going full-time into your business. And uh, our guest expert today is Joyce uh, Averills. She is the rich life coach and reinvention mentor. So she's going to tell us all about, you know, what we should think about before we take that leap. With that said, let me introduce you to Joyce. Hello, Joyce. Thanks for being here. It's great to have you. Hi, Kay. Thanks so much for having me. It's great being here. Yeah, most definitely. And I'm pretty sure we're going to dive really deep into the content, you know, into the topic. But before we do, why don't you share with us a little bit about like who you are, what you do, and why you do what you do? Okay, sure. Uh, As Kay said, um, I am the Rich Life Coach and Reinvention Mentor. And I have uh, two projects, if you will. First is HerRichLife.com, where I help women create lives that are real, inspiring, live by choice, and makes them happy. And on the business side, I have Ministry and Marketplace Mastery, where I help women leave their nine to and reinvent themselves in ministry and the marketplace. And so this ministry and the marketplace mastery was born out of my own experiences. I had a job that I loved at one time. However, I knew, you know, I was created for more. There was more for me to do in life. And I had lost my joy in doing that work. And so I decided to leave my job and start a nonprofit. I ended up starting two, one for women, one for girls. And that was a while ago before I actually got started with um, business myself. But I enjoy helping women understand that they do not have to stay or stuck in lives of mediocrity, stuck in lives that they don't want to live. And that a lot of times for many women, starting something of their own, creating something of their own is really what they need to do and what they want to do. But sometimes, you know, they're afraid to do it. Sometimes they uh, don't know how to do it. And, And sometimes they just leap, take a leap. They start, but things aren't going quite the way they want it to. And so I step in and I help them get back on track or, you know, this kind of thing. And so that's basically what I do. Well, so I think you're the right person to talk to about about our topic today. (laughs) So I guess let's just, you know, kind of touch base on just one quick question. Like, let's say someone Mm -hmm. has not started a business yet. Like, what should they think about? And then we'll dive more into the, you know, for the audience. I'm pretty sure that, you know, most of them, they already have a business, but they Mm -hmm. might still doing this on a side hustle. So I guess let's just kind of, you know, go into it real quick about what should someone think about, you know, before they even like start a job, you know, what can they do? Okay, one of the first things that when I talk to potential clients is is find out from them, do they really need to leave their jobs? You know, there are a lot of, of people who walk into their offices and they dream of being able to say their man to their manager or boss, I quit. <laughs> you know, I don't want to do this anymore. But before doing that, it's really important to figure out, do I need to start a side hustle? Do I need to start a business? Do I need, or do I need to just change positions or maybe change careers or change the work that I'm doing? And so that's the the very first thing 
I do when I talk to clients is let's figure out if your first step is not working anymore. And after we've got that figured out and they've decided that, yes, I do want to leave and I do want to start my business, then the next thing to look at is just how viable is that business idea. And I think, you know, it's very important also because I think entrepreneurship is not for everyone. I mean, I've mm-hmm. seen it so many times. Someone, they start a business, they think, oh, I'm going to get rich real quick mm-hmm. and I'm only going to work four hours a week, right? And mm-hmm. <laughs> it usually is not that way, especially like in the first few years. You're going to be working more usually than in your actual nine to five, right? I am so glad you said that because that is the absolute truth is when you first start, usually you're the bottle washer, the tech person. I I had my brother uh, laughing the other day. I was uh, on the phone. My website had gone offline for some reason. And so I had to call up my host uh, company and I was on the phone for them for a long time. And I said, you know, when I was working for someone else, I really didn't appreciate tech support. But, you know, once you have your own, you're everything until you're able, of course, to hire people to help you. But even then, you have to then manage those people and, and work with those people. And so entrepreneurship is not for everybody. And I, I don't encourage people um, who aren't sure about that. It's like, well, let's test the waters a little bit. Stay with your job and start something on the side and, and go with that. Let's see how that works out. Yeah, I mean, I always say, I think that, you know, entrepreneurship, that's a lifestyle. That's not just like, you know, as an employee, you go to work, you do your hours, you come home and usually don't think about your job unless you really complain about how horrible your day was or how you know ridiculous those people were. But usually you don't think about it. But as an, as an entrepreneur, I know for me, it's, it's I think about my business like 24-7. Yes. Sometimes I even dream about my business. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. I started a Facebook live series today and I was thinking about it last night. I was dreaming about it. I got up this morning while I'm eating breakfast. I'm still thinking about it. And the other, the other part to that is when you really love what you're doing, it's hard sometimes to put it aside. Mm-hmm. We're always thinking about it. And so uh, if you start a business that you really are passionate about and, and something that you really feel called to do, you're going to think about it a lot. And, and sometimes People will leave their jobs and create another job when they start their business because they do it all the time. And there has to be some kind of balance there. You, you have to be able to balance it some. Mm-hmm. So I guess that brings me to, you know, one of my first questions about, you know, diving deeper into the topic. So what should one really consider, you know, before they quit their job and go full time into their business? Where I like to start is looking at just how viable is this business idea that you have. And this is true for someone who's thinking about starting a business or somebody who's in the middle of a business right now, and they're not quite reaching the success they thought they were going to have. Because, and I look at viability from two standpoints. For instance, um, from a personal standpoint, let me give you an example. I love to bake. That is my respite from stress. It's something that calms me down. I guess it's something about following the, the you know, a recipe and, and putting in the ingre- ingredients and stuff. It just sort of calms me down. And, and I love doing it. I'm passionate about it. If I thought about starting a business based on that passion, I would be one stressed out chick because <laughs> it's something I enjoy. I'm passionate about it. But I don't want to be taking orders for, you know, I might bake once a month. I might bake four times a month now, but to actually have to bake, I don't want to do that. And I've seen women who, for instance, oh, I love coffee. I'm going to start open a coffee shop. And then it's like, 
this is work. This is not what I had in mind. And so I look at it from that, that viability from that standpoint. Is this something that's viable for you to do on a day-to-day -day basis? The other part of that is from a business standpoint, is this something that people want to give you money for? Yes, I am sure it's something people need. I am sure it's something you're passionate about, but are they going to pay you for it? And I think sometimes we, when starting a business, we're so excited, you know, about putting this thing out there that we don't stop and look at the practicalities of this. You know, if, if there are other people doing it, that's not a bad thing. If other people are doing, you know, there's a market and all you have to do is distinguish yourself in that market. How are you going to stand out? How are you going to be different? Using your personal experiences, your work experiences, your personality, all those kinds of things, you can distinguish yourself. But I think those are two things that you have to look at. How viable is this idea? You know? And so that's, that's the second thing I go to. And then now at what point? So let's say, you know, because I'm, 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 I'm guessing like my, the audience that's listening, you know, that's, that's listening in and watching, they're already established. So they're either coaches, light workers, healers, consultants who already have been in business maybe for a few months, for a few years. Like mm -hmm. at what point would, would you consider saying, okay, now let's talk about walking away from your job? Like what should they, you know, at what point should they be? What should they consider to then say, you know what? I quit. Well, I would look at it this way. If you have enough resources um, that have been saved up for six months and you want to walk away, then I think that would be a good time to, to do so if you're making money in your business. And the other part of this is, you know, um, sometimes depending on what the business is, how much money the person would be walking away from if they left their job, uh, can this business um, pay you what you were making at this job because now you've got a lifestyle. You may have a family. You may have other obligations that just walking away and not doing, you know, not being able to replace that income is not the answer. So I would first of all say, look at the numbers, you, you know, and sometimes we don't want to do that, but look at the numbers. How much money are you making in this business? How much money do you have that you're going to be able to, even if not maintain the lifestyle that you have, at least pay your bills, buy your necessities, and be able to, uh, you know, continue to live in a style to which you want to live. Mm -hmm. And so those are the things that I would, I would definitely look at, look at the numbers mm -hmm. and figure out, you know, because, it, uh, and I think I mentioned this a, a minute ago, the other thing about um, being in business is, and you said this yourself, it can be hard. It can be very hard. And a lot of times it's a while. It can be a while before you start making money. So do you have the support? Do you have um, the financial support? Do you have the emotional support that's going to carry you through until you're able to start making that income that you want? Now, what would you say, like, what can someone do, you know, that, you know, is still working their full-time job and on the side trying to build a business? Do you have some tips on how can they really build up that business so they can then finally really get to the point where they can make that leap? Because I know, I mean, I know for me, when I first started, I'm like, I was at my job and the good thing was I was actually able to do my business stuff at my job, a lot of mm -hmm. things, but don't right. tell no one, don't tell no one, right? <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, the good thing was, you know, I was doing a lot of stuff, you know, at work. So I didn't have to do it at home, but then at home, I still had to make calls. I still had to reach out to people. I still had to, you know, get the clients and then, you know, still be a mom. I mean, do you have some tips around that? How can someone, you know, how can the audience, the listeners really, you know, 
grow their business to the point where it's going to be successful enough to quit their job without being like, oh my God, I just want to quit today. <laughs> I know, I know, because that, that is definitely where somebody might be. The thing about it is when you are working nine to five and you're, you have a business on the side, if you will, your time is limited. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I mean, there's no way to get around that. And so what, you, uh, what I would suggest that, that women do, and this is what I, I tell my clients, is that, okay, we have to figure out where are these pockets of time that you're going to be able to work on your business. And, you know, I'm sorry, you might not be able to watch Game of Thrones, you know, tonight. I'm sorry, you might not be able to go to the park or to the movies with the girls on Saturday. You've, you've got to take that time where you can find it. And especially, let's say you've got kids, you know, and you've got kids, you're working, um, you have a business, you only have so you know, limited amount of time. And so sometimes that means you might not get 10 hours of sleep that night. You know, while everybody else is sleeping, you're up at four or five in the morning doing what you need to do. And that sounds hard. It, it sounds hard, but there is a payoff. There is a payoff. And so um, what you have to decide is, what am I willing to do right now so that I can have the life that I want sometime in the future? And it doesn't have to be far in the future because I, I, you know, once you start doing something on your business or for your business every day, um, the time comes where you do have not only the momentum, you may have the clients, you may um, have the finances that you can leave your job and you can devote as much time to it as to your business as you want. But in the beginning, um, if you're if you're struggling, it's like sit down. I have um, a, a, a sheet. It's called the daily time your daily time map. And what I do is with clients, I help them to look at where they're putting their time in a 24 hour period and do one of those for every day. And let's find those pockets of time that you're able to actually contribute to your business. You know, because there are some. We just have to be creative about it. Mm-hmm. So basically, so what I hear you saying is like time management is really key, especially in the beginning, but before or until you can really then quit your job. Yeah, exactly. And the other thing is, as, as time goes on, you're going to be able to hire people to help. Mm-hmm. So you won't have to do all these, these things, you know, by yourself. And that's also going to give you more time. But I, I think it's, it's really important that um, after you've left your job or even while you're considering whether or not you want to leave your job, that you start thinking about these kinds of things, the, the whole time management, your resources, all of these things, how is this going to play out? Because I think one of the things that, that I see, and a lot of times people get so excited about their idea, mm-hmm. you know, that they don't stop and really plan. Now, you don't have to have a a 25, 35-page business plan to get started, but you at least need some some plan, even if it's just one sheet of paper. Um, I've seen people put business plans on a a cocktail napkin, but you need some kind of plan, Mm -hmm. you know, to take all of these kinds of things into consideration by, you know, when, by when do I want to be able to hire my first team member? You know, by when do I want to be able to stop um, working full time, maybe go, you know, um, half time or part time if you can. By when do I want to be able to leave this this job and, and plan it out? 
and plan it out. And I, I think that's a, a piece that, you know, some people don't like planning. They, you know, I have a girlfriend who does everything off the cuff. And I told her, you know, one of these days, that's going to catch up with you, especially as we're yep. getting older now. That does not work. <laughs> that <Nope. does> not. <laughs> you know, but I, I like that you mentioned the plan because I think that is very, very important. But and also, how do you feel about actually creating a plan around what you're going to be doing each week, each month, each each day that will help you actually get the clients, make the money. Because I know there are so many people that they're just very, very busy. They're busy being busy, but not really focusing on the right kind of actions that will really get them the clients. So can you maybe give some tips around that? That is so key. And I'm a planner. I mean, I, I, I'm a paper planner. I like my, um, my Google calendar and I use time trade to set appointments and whatnot. But I am a paper planner. I have a planner for the year. I have one for the month and I have one for the day. And what I do um, each quarter, I plan in 90 day increments. I may have some goals for the whole year, but it's very important to look at what do I need to do, be doing at each quarter? What do I need to be doing each month? What do I need to be doing each week, each day to make that yearly goal? And you can do that in a number of ways, but I think it's something that needs to be done because if you're going to, to get clients, uh, you know, you don't want to uh, launch something, get some clients now, then there's nothing else. You have to start all over. So there has to be something in place whereby you've got this plan of how you're going to maintain ha getting clients. And whether that's virtual clients or if you have a storefront, it doesn't matter. You still need a plan to do that. And so that's why I do encourage um, people to have those yearly goals and you don't have need 25 you know, five, seven, ten at the most, <laughs> you know, <laughs> goals. And then you sit down and you figure out, okay, how long is it? And, you know, you work backwards, you know. Uh, let's say you want to launch something, have a, a 10,000, a five-figure, let's just say five-figure launch. Um, what do you have to do to have, you know, pick what – the date that you want to have that launch on, what do you have to do before that date to make sure that you have that five-figure launch? And it takes planning, it takes setting those goals, and it takes going step by step by step. Doesn't sound sexy, but... Nope. <laughs> but you know, you know what? I mean, you, I think like you have to have that roadmap, and that's what I see those goals that are you know, like the yearly goals. I mean, I do that too. I have my yearly goal, then I really work my way back like the quarter and then the, the monthly, but then I also do the 90-day goals, and I plan each week. I plan each day. Like each day, I do like six steps that I want to, six right. goal-achieving activities, and it really helps me stay on track. I mean, I find planning, you know, setting goals more as a roadmap. Because, I mean, if you think about it, if yeah. you want to go on a road trip, would you just get in a car not knowing where to go? No, because you would be like, why would I waste my time? I think it's the same thing in business. You kind of have to have that goals in place so you know what you're moving towards and even having a vision for your business. I mean, how do you feel about that? Having like a crystal clear, clear, crystal clear vision of where you want to take your business, what your your business is going to look like in your life around your business. How do you feel about that? Oh, that's an absolute necessity. And for people who don't necessarily like sitting down with a calendar and plotting this out, one of the things that I suggest is that you do it with images. But it, it has to happen. If you're going to um, 
uh, reach any goal you want in your in your business, you have got to sit down and plan this thing out. And you have to find a way to do that that's going to um, resonate with you. Because there's not one any one goal setting method that works for everybody, I don't believe. I think there are lots of different ways that, that you can plan these things. But the, the problem is that sometimes we don't want to stop and plan. And I think you have to be, like you said, you have to be crystal clear about this. And the only way that you can do that is to actually sit down and look at what it is that you're working towards and what are the steps to actually get there. And you have to, and doing something every day in furtherance of those steps. And, and if you do it that way, you're going to get the clients. You're going to have the five-figure launches. Those things are going to happen because you have planned it out and, you know, that's what it takes. It takes the planning and having a clear vision of where you're headed. And I believe like now on the mindset, on the mindset piece, like when you have that clear vision, then you know, you can actually create that. I mean, I've had a client before that, you know, that person, he couldn't even come up with a clear vision of where he wants to take his business. And I believe that that really, really brings up a whole lot of doubt as well. Like, well, if I can't even see it, if I don't even know what it looks like, you know, I, how can I even create that? I mean, at least that's what, how I feel. Some of the things that I visualized really, you know, clearly, and I, I then really had that feeling, you know, what I can really make that happen. And then the steps just kind of like everything started to fall in place because I deeply, I mean, I knew, I saw it in my, in my mind's eye. I had a clear vision for my business. And then, you know, the teachers came to me, the people that I needed to connect with came to me, the clients came to me, everything just started to fall in place to help me create that, that mental vision that I already had in my mind. You know, so I, I find that very, very beneficial. Now I want to go back to like earlier, you mentioned, let's say, you know, planning out, out a launch. Now as a brand new entrepreneur or someone that's just, you know, been in business for a few years, oftentimes they have no clue how to have a successful launch. And, you know, I want to, you know, really, you know, uh, uh, kid on the keyword successful launch. Because I mean, I know there are so many, you know, things that you can learn online, how to, you know, do a lead magnet, how to do a summit, how to do all these different things. And I see so many entrepreneurs that try to do it on their own. Mm -hmm. So they do the research. Okay, these are all the steps on how to do a Facebook a Facebook uh, pay, uh, paid advertising or a summit or all these different things, which is great. But I think there's one key ingredient missing. Knowing how to do it effectively and successfully. And that's where the coach comes in. <laughs> that is exactly, that's what you need to do. <laughs> You know, I mentioned uh, when I was talking about uh, my starting my nonprofits that that was the first thing I did before I actually started going into any kind of business ideas. I, I launched a few nonprofits. I was passionate, had wonderful ideas, wonderful programs. And I can remember the first thing I wanted to do was a live event. It was a one day event. Um, and I wanted um, at least 50 women there. And I just knew people were going to just, you know, once I put that topic out there, they were just going to come and fill up that room. I was going to have standing room only. And I got less than 10 people. And, you know, that, it was at that point I realized, I don't know what I don't know. <laughs> I exactly. need Exactly. And it was time to get a coach. And even now, you know, I have to have a coach. I don't know everything, mm -hmm. you know. And even if you have a business background, what I'm finding in today's marketplace, if you will, you still need someone who has been through this, 
who has done this successfully and effectively. And so you look for a coach that you resonate with, somebody who's going to support you. And not only that, but hold you accountable to do the things that you say that you want to do. And, you know, those, those goals that you set for yourself for the year, a coach will help you be accountable to reaching those goals. And, I, and, and I, to be honest with you, I think that's the number one thing because there, there's a lot of information you can just get off the internet. You can, you can, you can find out how to do a launch on the internet, like you said, but it, when there's nothing that compares to talking with someone who has actually done this and you're trying to do the same thing, you know, coach to coach. Yeah. But why not talk to a coach, hire a coach. And so that's what I think makes the difference. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause I mean, like, you know, like going back to, you know, the example of a launch, you know, cause there's so many pieces in there from, you know, how do you write the effective copy? How do you, you know, set up all the, the pages if you're doing a virtual launch, like with a sideways sales letter, for example, there's so many pieces involved It's like, yeah, you can get the step by step, but then, you are going to come up with challenge like, okay, how do I write this effectively? So it doesn't sound totally retarded and actually pushes people away. And if you've never, unless you really are a copywriter, you're not going to know, you know, unless you you know set up like a whole system, you're not going to know. It's going to take you so much time figuring it out. But now, I mean, I, I know I come across so many people, because, I mean, I work a lot with those those startup coaches, the coaches mm-hmm. that have been within the first couple of years, you know, the entrepreneurs. And oftentimes I hear that, well, I can do this by myself. I don't have the money for to work with a coach. And I'm just like, I'm, I'm thinking back to when I started in 2012. Mm-hmm. I had the same mindset. I'm like, well, I need to make money first before I can afford right, a coach. Right, but right. now I'm at the, at the point I know like, well, how can I make money if I don't know how to grow a business? Exactly. You're absolutely right. And the thing about it is, if you wait until you make the money to hire a coach, you may never hire a coach. But once you change your mindset to, I am going to hire a coach and I'm going to make that investment, you will come up with ways to get the money to make the investment. But as long as you tell yourself, I'm not going to do this until I have the money, it may never happen. And meanwhile, you've wasted all this time that you could have been growing your business successfully, making a profit, leaving that job you don't want to be working on anymore, you know? And so it's really important to change the whole mindset about hiring a coach or being coached. And, and I know even for some people, if you can't afford private one-on-one, then at least look up group coaching programs that will teach you the skills you need. Because I'm telling you, like I said, I had to find this out the, the hard way when I first started so many years ago, I, I had the passion. I had the time. I, I did not have the know-how. And I didn't know I didn't have the know-how. And even though there's a lot more information available now, it still doesn't give you everything you can get from a coach. It just doesn't. Yeah. And, you know, I, one thing that you, that you said, I kind of want to point out, because I think that's also a very, very big key in shifting a mindset. You said investment. Mm-hmm. You know, so many people say, well, how much is it going to cost me? And I don't have the money for this. But if you, I think if you, like, I believe that if you see working with a coach, not just as an expense, but as an investment in yourself and in your future, it's going to be a whole different, you're going to look at it from a whole different perspective, which makes it, you know, making that investment actually a lot more comfortable than saying, well, I'm just make, having an expense and not getting anything out of it. Because usually when, when you work with a coach, it takes some time before you actually see the results. 
you know, mm -hmm. depending on the person. So, you know, I kind of want to point that out. Um, now, another thing that I want to mention is like when you work with a coach and, you know, please, you know, let me know how you feel about that. As an entrepreneur, I'm pretty sure you've experienced those really low points. Right mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. now, if you don't have a coach, if you don't have the accountability partner or someone that can really pull you out, I mean, how do you really, I believe that if you have that coach, I mean, I know I had called my coach many times. I'm like, I don't know what to do no more. <laughs> I want to give up. Oh my God, this is not working. What am I doing wrong? I don't know how, have you ever experienced that as well? Oh my goodness. Yes. I don't know an entrepreneur who hasn't had that experience. I know entrepreneurs who are very successful and still have <laughs> That's that's a part of the entrepreneurial journey. I mean, there are times when you think you're going to knock it out of the park and you hit, you know, you strike out. It it just happens. But when you have that coach there, he or she is going to tell you, this this is just one step on this long journey that you have. And and all you need to do is pick up and let's start over. Let's let's look at what work didn't work. What, what happened here? How can we approve upon that, the, you know, this the next time? And so you need that objective person who's going to reel you back in and help you get up and say, you know, don't stop now. Let's keep going. And if you don't have that, you need to get it. You do. You need to get it. Now, I think, you know, like now, you know, as we're coming towards the end of the, the interview, you know, I kind of want to, you know, reel some, some things back in, like, because I know we've talked a lot about, you know, the negative sides from, you know, being an entrepreneur. Yeah. And I guess let's just touch on some positive sides, you know, because I think, you know, you need to know like both sides, the good and mm -hmm. the bad, but you need to know about the bad in order to say, you know what, I'm going to do this. I'm going to make this work because there are so much amazing things happening on the other side, on the good side. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, <laughs> wow. I have never enjoyed myself as much or felt as fulfilled as I do now having a job than, um, you know, having this, this business. It's allowed me the freedom that I want, you know, freedom to do what I want when I want. Um, don't have to answer to anyone. And it's also given me the opportunity to help change lives. I mean, that's, to me, that is so important. I want to be able to say when people have passed in my company or I have talked to them or they've heard me, that I've somehow improved their lives. I mean, that's, that's the bottom line. And to me, that, there's nothing more fulfilling than that. Entrepreneurship is hard. Yes, it is. But it, all, it is also, I think, the most fulfilling thing that you can do. I, I really do. Um, I, I have a niece in, she's a junior, she'll be a junior in the fall at George Mason University and she wants to go to law school like I did. And I told her, that's great. That's wonderful. You know, I enjoyed being an attorney. I enjoyed being a judge. It was fun. But I also want you to think about what business, if I were to go in business, what business could I do that I would enjoy, that I would help people, that I would serve, that I would live out my purpose? And she's doing that because I think it is so important to, you know, live that life that you've been dreaming about and not just from a financial standpoint, but let's not forget, you can make more money as an entrepreneur than you can working for somebody else. Mm -hmm. If your goal is to make an unlimited income, yes, you can do that. You don't have to wait on raises. You don't have to wait on an evaluation. You know, you have your destiny in your hands, which sounds, you know, could sound a little corny, but it's true. It's yeah. true. And I just can't imagine um, going back to the workplace. I, I just can't. Um, 
there is nothing else that I, that I know I should be doing other than this entrepreneurial work. And so I would tell anybody who's considering becoming an entrepreneur or who is going through a tough time right now in their business, hang in there. It is 100%, 110% worth it. It really is because it, you know, there's nothing like it. There really isn't. There's nothing like it. Yeah. And you know, that kind of reminds me on there. I had seen a picture before, you know, like where two people, you know, they're like in a tunnel, you know, digging for gold and one person yes, gives yeah. up, you know, I think it was in, in, was it, uh, um, Napoleon Hill, I think in Grow Rich, I believe it was in his and, you know, he stops 10 feet from gold mm -hmm. and, you know, I see so much and, you know, honestly, I've just recently gone through something similar that I had like a whole, you know, identity crisis where I'm like, why am I doing this? If mm -hmm. is this even mm -hmm. what I'm supposed to be doing? But, you know, I really tend to, it took a, st a step back to really look at, you know, connect with why did I start this in the first place? You know, and, and that really helped me reconnect again and saying, okay, I'm going to keep moving forward because, you know, if you're so close, that's usually when you get those identity crises, when you're like, what is going on? This is not working and whatever, because it's just your ego mind. But, you know, I believe that, you know, all of those obstacles, they're there for a reason. For one, I think to test you, is this really, are you really 100%, 1000% committed to this? Or is this just like a little flux? Because I mean, if you're in business, I mean, you usually start that you want to be in there for, for the rest of your life, right? Mm -hmm. So I think, you know, that all the obstacles is, it makes you who you are, who you're meant to become to really make the big impact and also will help you learn the things that are not working. Cause I mean, every successful entrepreneurs, they have gone through so many obstacles, so many fail failures. I don't like to use the word failures. They're like lessons learned, mm -hmm. but I've gone through so much, but they never gave up. They took what they've learned and moved forward and just made it better moving forward right absolutely absolutely i i have to um share with you i recently had one of those moments it's like what am i doing <laughs> but <laughs> what i did i listened i went to youtube and i listened to some um inspirational videos and, and whatnot and i remember this one it was very short i think it was less than five minutes but this um playwright he talked about living in his car and working at um the um, income tax people, H&R Block, to save money so that he could rent out a playhouse for the weekend. And he did that first in 1992. And he was able to, it was $12,000. He was able to rent out the playhouse. And he was expecting about 30,000 people to come to his play that year. And instead of that many, he got 30. And he knew every one of them. But he did it again the next year. Same, same thing happened. The next year, same thing happened. The next year, the same thing happened. And then that fifth year, that's when it took off and he had standing room only. Mm -hmm. And so it, like your story about the guy digging for gold who stopped short um, of reaching the gold. So, it, you know, sometimes it, it doesn't happen overnight. You talk to people who are very successful and they'll tell you things like, well, yes, I was an overnight success. It only took me 10 years. You know, that's <laughs> the thing, you know, because... It just, you know, there isn't um, a fast track, if you no. will, on this. You know, it, it just, it takes time going that journey. And like you say, the obstacles along the way, they teach you what you need to do to go to the next level. And I believe if you're called to do something, those obstacles are your teachers. They mm -hmm. do. They teach you 
how to get stronger, what to do better, what not to do. I, I really do um, believe that. And so I think even on the, during those times, especially during those times when things are not going the way that you hope they would go, hang in there, find, you know, hang in there and keep going because you never know, <clears throat> excuse me, when you're going to be your own overnight success, mm -hmm. whether it's, you know, five years, 10 years, four years, yeah. whatever. And I mean, I believe and when we, be we became entrepreneurs, we got into the business that we're in for a reason because we're, yes. we, we, we answer the calling. We mm -hmm. have this huge purpose in life that we want to fulfill, but sometimes we're just simply not that person yet. And we have to learn all the things that makes us that person that can then make the big difference in the world. But yeah, I totally agree with you. I mean, I think we need to, we cannot give up because, you know, when you step outside of your comfort zone and when you really go after what you want and just not give up, you know, amazing things are going to happen. Absolutely. Absolutely. I agree with that 100%. I think people surprise themselves. If they stick with it, mm -hmm. surprise yourself at just how much you're actually capable of and just how successful you can be. And even, you know, and it doesn't matter how you um, define success, because I do believe that everybody has to do that for himself or herself, define it the way that they want. But the thing of it is that you can have that success. You really can. You just have to hang in this, you know, visualize it, see it, plan for it, get yourself a coach, and, you know, keep going when the going gets tough. And I do believe success is coming. It, it, just, it has to. Yep. And I think that is a great way to, you know, come to the end of our, our, of our episode today. So if anyone would like to get in touch with you, if they have any questions, if they would like, you know, learn a little bit more about, about you, you know, where can they go? How can they find you? Okay. Um, I would suggest two things. You can go to, for more information about living um, a rich life, a, a life that's by design and a life that makes you happy, you can go to herrichlife.com and I have lots of information there. Um, the other thing is if you want more information about um, business, I have a um, an assessment that I use with clients and it's a free download that you can get. It's, it's, a, it's a long name, so I'm going to read it. It's the Business Personality Assessment to Manage and Grow Your Business with Ease. And I think this assessment goes back to the whole thing we were talking about with planning. Um, if you go to her rich life.com um, forward slash assessment, I believe is, is where it is. If you do that, you will find information that's going to help you um, figure out, okay, I may have hit a roadblock here. What do I need to do to change directions? What do I need to know about myself? What do I need to put in place? This kind of thing. And so I do encourage um Anybody who's interested to go take a look at that, um, as well as the information on my website. And all the links will be in the show notes anyway. So that okay, you can great. Click on that. So yeah. yeah. So you know, thanks for thanks for sharing that. I mean, do you have any last you know last thoughts and last last pieces of advice you would like to leave us with? I just want to say to all the entrepreneurs out there who are just starting or have been in business for a while, um, keep going. You know, you were placed here for a reason and for a purpose. My favorite quote is one by a former educator, Benjamin E. Mays, and he was um, the, the president of Morehouse College in Atlanta. And he says, every man and woman is born into the world to do something unique. And if he or she does not do it, it will never be done. And so there can be as many life coaches or business coaches or any other kind of coach out there 
but nobody can do it the way that you can because you have your own unique, your own uniqueness. Your superpower power is that there is no one like you. And so hang in there, keep going, do not give up. You've been called to do this, keep doing it. I love it. I'm actually, you're giving me goosebumps here. <laughs> well, Joyce, thank you so much for, you know, for joining us, you know, for sharing your wisdom and knowledge and, you know, just giving us some insights in, you know, how to quit our job, how to quit the job and at what point, what to consider. So, you know, thanks so much for, for being here and for sharing all that. Well, thank you so much, Kay, for having me. I've totally enjoyed this. I get excited talking about this kind of stuff. <laughs> Totally, me too, me too. That's why I love these kind of you know interviews where we talk about topics, not just no backstories. So yeah, definitely, yeah. I'm on the same page with you. So say, okay. thanks again, and also want to thank you guys, you know, for being here again, for you know sticking with us, you know, to you know tuning in, you know, each week. Uh, I mean, we're just still at the beginning, you know, just like what I think is like the third week now that we said I launched this show, but I'm already having so much fun, you know, interviewing these amazing experts, you know, sharing all this great content with you with the hope that you will take something you know even if it's just one golden nugget out of each of those interviews you know then that's you know that's really my goal is that you walk away with something so you know with that said you know if you have any comments if you have any questions you know leave them below you know i'll definitely make sure to pass them on and answer any questions that you might have and you know like it share it comment you know subscribe to the youtube channel to make sure that you're being notified for of any other you know upcoming episodes and with that said Thank you so much for tuning in and I hope you have an ab amazingly abundant and successful day and I'll see you next week.